Hi, thanks for joining me. This is Music for the Unmusical, where we discuss all things music. I'm your host, Sav. Have you ever stopped to think about what music really is? Music is everywhere. It's in movies, commercials, heck, people even play it while they're driving. And a lot of times when you think of music, your favorite song or your favorite band might come to your mind, but is that really all music is? It's just songs that can be played on the radio? When you Google the word music, things like Apple Music, Spotify, music magazines, even MTV pop up, but that doesn't really answer the question, what is music? Webster's Dictionary suggests that music is the science or art of ordering tones or sounds in succession and combination and in temporal relationships to produce a composition having unity and continuity. A composer who really tried to promote this idea that anything could be music is American composer John Cage. He wrote a piece called Four Minutes and 33 Seconds where he got a performer that he had collaborated with on different occasions to go out on stage at this sorta outdoor, sorta indoor venue called the Maverick Concert Hall. And the piano player just sat there. He had a stopwatch and he would time different movements out, but it was totally random and he didn't actually play anything on the piano. And a lot of people in the audience thought that it might have been a joke, or they were just mad because they had paid to see a performance of what they thought of as music. And John Cage said, you know, anything could be music. You shuffling around in your chair the birds chirping outside, a dog barking, that's music too. John Cage wasn't only a composer, he was also a philosopher, and he had this idea that all sounds were created equally, and that by not including things such as environmental sounds was discriminatory, basically, And so he wrote this piece, 4 minutes and 33 seconds, as a way to point out that, you know, sometimes it's good to just kind of sit and listen to your thoughts and listen to the leaves blowing in the wind and just listen to what's going on around you. This idea of leaving parts of music to chance or just what happens to happen at a particular moment is called aleatoric or chance music. And John Cage is very prominent in this field of music. He even at one point wrote a piece of music for 12 radios that were all tuned to a different frequency and he called it his imaginary landscape number four, because in his opinion, even that could be music. So music isn't just your favorite 
song that comes on on your Spotify playlist. It can really be anything, but that's not to say that music and its traditional definition isn't music, because it is. This type of music and just movement within the music world may also remind you of what was going on in the art world at roughly the same time and during the early 20th century until now in modern art where people were pushing the boundaries of what could be art. Some people who might come to mind are Marcel Duchamp who took a urinal and signed it, R. Mutt, and put it in a museum to be art. Also Jackson Pollock who just splattered paint all over canvases and now he's super famous. That was the same idea that John Cage was trying to go for of questioning what is music and what can be considered music. Another possible definition of what music is is in David McGill's book Sound in Motion and he suggests that music could also be motion. It's moving somewhere, it's fluid, and it requires the listener to be thinking about what they think the music is moving to. David McGill also says that he thinks music is alive, that it's constantly having an ebb and flow, it's getting louder, it's getting softer, it's making you happy, it's making you sad, and that, in his opinion, that is what music is. Another question that people tend to ask about music is, is it important and why? Especially in this day and age of school boards voting to do away with their music departments in order to save money. And the answer to that question is yes, music is definitely important. And it's important for many different reasons. There are some reasons that are more apparent than others. For example, music has been used recently as a form of therapy for people with dementia or infants and helping them learn. And also, it just helps you feel better. I mean, think about it. When you're sad and you listen to an upbeat song, then your mood is uplifted. Or also, music has been used as a political statement. There are plenty of examples of musicians who have written songs that help promote a certain political idea, whether it's injustice or it's discrimination. Music, like any other art form, is a great platform to promote these kinds of ideas, but also music can just be fun. It can be fun to listen to, and it's very important that music is promoted and talked about so that we can keep it in schools. Music education in schools isn't just about helping you memorize science facts or remember your math formulas. Music education 
when you learn an instrument or you're in a choir, it helps to teach students things such as self-discipline and being responsible and being responsible to other people. And those are just some of the things that students learn when they're in a music department learning about this crazy thing called music. Music is also a great way to connect with your culture and also your ancestry. There is such a rich variety of world music that is really fun to listen to and whenever you get your Ancestry.com results back, it is so fun to just sit and listen to the music that your ancestors probably helped create. So if we take music education out of school, then students would be missing out on an amazing opportunity to learn all kinds of amazing things. A great way to ensure that future generations will be able to learn about music is to always vote yes for politicians who agree that music and the arts needs to stay in schools. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned next week for more topics on music for the unmusical.